Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. One thing about being apostolic is letting the Lord move in the midst. And I believe in letting the Lord move in the midst. You with me tonight? Hallelujah. If we can, let's turn to 2 Kings. The seventh chapter. And uh, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm traveling on some unfamiliar ground here today, tonight. Brother Herndon done such a good job preaching on the Old Testament last week. So I thought I'd give it a shot. We had a mighty move of God this past weekend. God anointed these men greatly. We're expecting God to do something great in here tonight. Second Kings 7 and 3, I actually have some lengthy reading, so if you will just be patient with me. And there were four leopards men at the entering in of the gate. They said one to another, why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine in, is in the city. And we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we die also. Now therefore come and let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. If they say, save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall die. It's a conundrum there, ain't it? And they rose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were Come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria. Behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against us, the king of the Hittites and the king of the Egyptians, to come upon us. Everybody say that was... Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. And then when the leopards came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried themselves thence silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into the, another tent and carried it thence, also went and hid it. I'd like to go back down to verse 3 where we started. And it says here, And there were four leopard men entering into the gate, and they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes. Why sit we here until we die? Or, go get your miracle. 
go get your miracle. Can we pray? Lord Jesus, Lord, right now, God, I'm asking God, God, that the anointing, Lord Jesus, that the power, God, be in this place, Lord, right now. God, sweep over this, Lord. Anoint our ears, Lord, to receive this word, Lord God. Anoint our hearts, Lord, to grow, Lord. God, to grow straighter, Lord, and better is when we leave here, Lord God. I ask, God, that you anoint my mouth to speak, Lord. We know your word is anointed, God. And we're asking, God, that you would move in this place, Lord Jesus. Strengthen us here tonight, Lord. Strengthen us here tonight in Jesus' name. You can be seated. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be long here tonight. I had heard a couple years ago of a story. I'm going to try to relate this as fast as I can and get through this. But I heard a story about an apostolic missionary. Well, look at there, my button fell off here. Apostolic missionary had went to India. And he began to move around and try to find some missionaries to preach for. And he came to this big city in India, actually. And they had asked him to preach. He went up and began to preach. And evidently, he just didn't think he had done that great a job. He went home that night, and the pastor said, man, you've done such a good job. We want you to preach again tomorrow night. Is that possible? He goes, sure, sure. He went home. In India, you know, they're quite... Quite a lot of them over there is not as blessed as the Americans are. And uh, many have open windows with no glass. And This man was so devastated about the way he had preached that night. He had thought, well, the devil had just got the best of me. And he just kind of tore me down. He said, no, I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. I think that's what we need to do. And he began to pray. And as he began to pray, he started declaring about, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. God, you are my healer. Thou shalt not have no other gods before me. The gods that I face here today are not real. They are dead. But I know the one true living God. You are my deliverer. You are my healer. You are my help in time of need. You are my guidance. You are my everything. All night long, he had prayed this prayer. He came back the next night and began to preach. And as he began to preach, he looked in the back of this tent that, where he was preaching at. And a lady, a really pristine lady, had walked through the back. And as he was preaching, she had spoke real loudly. She said, I want to speak to the preacher. He stopped preaching immediately. He walked to the back. And he says, ma'am, can I help you? I'm the preacher. She says, yes, sir. I want to know who last night was in that building praying that hero Israel, the Lord our God, is one. I want to know who was saying my God is dead, and yours is alive. That's what I want to know. He goes, well, that was me. She raised her hand and started moving her hands. He said at that time he thought she was doing some kind of voodoo on him. 
that she was casting a spell on him. He says, what are you doing? What are you doing? She says, sir, I have traveled all over the world as a pianist. All over the world, I came down with the bone disease. And I haven't been able to move my hands in seven years. And she said this, when I heard you praying, I, I said then, if the God he is praying to right now, let my hand start moving. If you are that God, heal me right now. And she began to move her hands. And she went and sat down at her piano and beginning to play, worshiping the Lord. Worshiping the Lord. He said, ma'am, what would you like to do? And she says, I would like to give the praise I only know how to do. I want to play a piano. And he says, there's one there. She walked up to it and began to start playing. As the Spirit of the Lord gave utterance, many were filled with the Holy Ghost because the evidence of a miracle had happened. I thank God that he is the same God that he was in the biblical days as he is now. I believe in a healer. I believe that he guides our steps. I believe that he's the one on the throne. I believe he is the one God. And Jesus is his name. I declare it and I believe it. Hallelujah. His life, her life was changed forever. Because this man made himself available. And she sat in that tent, not saying what if. Not saying if there could be. She moved. I know sometimes I've been to Wednesday night service. I'm just going to be human for a minute and tell you. I have not felt the best in the world. I haven't felt like doing what everybody else was doing. But I can tell you now, when I got to the service... I may came in there saying, I don't feel good. I ain't doing what everybody else is doing. But when I began to lift my hands and when I began to rejoice, the power of God would come upon me. I would feel like doing what everybody else was doing. I would leave there full of joy. I would leave there with mercy upon my heart. I would leave there restored on a Wednesday night. That's why when I walk into this place, I believe God can do the miraculous. I don't believe he does it on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I believe God is new every day. I believe he restores us every day. When I lay hands on the sick, I believe without a doubt God is going to do a miracle. I believe in that healer. Someone here tonight needs to hear and needs to rise above their situation. These men did not know how or why and when they had got this disease. All they knew was they weren't allowed in the city. They were vulnerable to be with any attack. 
These men could probably barely lift their hands, much less afford a weapon to protect themselves. Let me tell you tonight, though, no one else that didn't have leprosy wanted to touch them. Their power dwelled in their leprosy. What they had protected them, but they would not settle. Someone here tonight needs to realize that God wants them to rise above their situation. You don't have to stay there a beggar by the gate. I'm reminded of a story, and many of us can relate to this. The men that went to Guatemala a couple years ago, it was my very first trip, scared to death, really didn't know what to expect. We had worked all week, and we really, really, I just was wanted to see a service. I wanted to see a missionary service because you hear about great things happening in the, you know, in the just different part of the world, and I believe that. So they were going to have a youth service. Well, I kind of let that beat me up a little bit. I was like, well, they're just going to get a bunch of kids together. We're going to be able to watch puppets and sing Jesus Loves Me. I'm just being real with you right now. As they began the service, they started singing and praising and worshiping the Lord, and you could just feel the Spirit flow in that place. There was a man on the side. I know you've probably heard this testimony. We've all talked about it a little bit. There was a man on the side of the building where there was some bars. If you look straight, it kind of looked like he was behind a prison. But it was the bars that connected to the church. It protected anybody from getting in. And I remember that night as the service was going, this guy had walked up. and We didn't know till later what this guy had done was after service and during the week at night, he would stand there on guard. He'd watch for people to come through. Basically a guard. And as the spirit started moving in that place, I remember Brother Everett and Bird and Brother Toby had walked out and began to pray for him. And as they began to pray for him, you could see this man. Now, you know Toby and Everett. I mean, they got some really broken up country voices here, you know. Lift your hands. Come on, guys. You can do it. That kind of thing. And this guy didn't understand a word he was saying. But he knew by the Spirit, it was breaking him. And he began to lift his hands as they would slide up a bar. He wouldn't let go of the bars, but they would slide up. And I remember looking over, and they just began to keep praying and keep seeking and letting the Spirit move. I believe a few of us just walked over there and laid our hands on him, and he began to speak in tongues. But he was in a place that he was very familiar with, but the Spirit of the Lord started moving. He wasn't there for church. He was there to guard the church. But God started moving in that place. He started moving in that place, and God started stirring and moving in those folks that night. I wish I could tell you that he's a preacher now or anything like that. That would be a great story, but I don't know. But I knew at that point, this was a special moment in my life. This would be a testimony unto me that I've seen people in that place that was filled with the Spirit. I needed to gain ground through that. 
Hey, if God could use these lepers, he can use you. We're waiting for someone greater to do it. We're waiting to see if there's anybody in that camp still. We're waiting to see if their army is still behind the gates. We don't realize that God uses the plainest of people and women in the most complex situations. Young David to fight a mighty Goliath. And old Abraham and Sarah to birth a nation. Joseph the dreamer to save a nation. Shama and the donkeys, Jawbone to defend the lentils. A reluctant Jonah to bring a vile city to the to where it could be restored. And a couple of leopards to save Israel from starvation. A humble virgin to carry God manifested in flesh. He uses those folks that don't feel like they're capable of doing anything. How much more can you, God use you knowing that you are capable of what you have? And let Him use you and to be able to expound on the joy and the greatness of God in your life. If you are willing, God is able. He can use you tonight. <laughs> John 5 and 2 says this. Now there is a Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda having five porches and these lay a great multitude of impotent folk of, of blind halt withered waiting for the moving of the water what are we waiting for what are we waiting for as a church what are we waiting for on this Wednesday night waiting for someone else to be healed John 5 and 4 says this, For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had infirmity 30 and 8 years. <clears throat> That's my lifetime. That'd be like me being born with a deficiency or something being who I am now. 38. 38 years. Sister Rayleigh's shaking her head. <laughs> yes, I'm 38, Sister Rayleigh. <laughs> 38 years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will that be made whole? He says, Do you have the faith? To be healed. Do you have the faith to be healed? I'm asking you to church tonight. Whatever infirmity you have, do you have the faith to be healed? Do you know the healer tonight? Do you know his name? John 5 and 7 says, And the impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another step it down before me. This is what I can tell you. I'm not letting nobody beat me to my blessing. I'm going to seek 
Every time I come to this place, when I get up in the morning, I'm asking God for God's mercy. For a little bit more every day, I want a little bit more. What he was saying here is the only thing that was stopping me is being put in the water. That's the only thing. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up your bed, thy bed, and walk. The man didn't need water at that time. The one that stirs the water was there. The man that stirs the water is here. The man that stirs the water is here. I'm thankful for the presence of God that I felt in this place. When I walked into those doors, I'm thankful for the people that's in this house to be able to lift up his name and to know what the anointing is, to know how to appreciate the power of God that's in this place. I'm glad I know the man that stirs the water. And immediately, the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on that same day was the Sabbath. What are you waiting for? Get healed tonight. Get your victory tonight. Get your blessing tonight. We say, oh, maybe next week, maybe later. What are you waiting for? Today is the day of salvation. Now is the appointed Time right now. What are you waiting for? Refuse to sit there and die. Refuse it. I wonder if we could just stand up and worship the Lord for a minute. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We worship you, Lord. We thank you, God, for your mercies, Lord. We thank you, God, for your touch, Lord God. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. He shall tell a Maya so cotala mahataya la mohoto. Your Ramaiso cotaya la miha so tola mahata. Your Ramaiso tola maiko tola mahatata. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I wonder if we begin to worship with all of our hearts, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we praise you. We worship you, Lord Jesus. You are worthy, Lord. We worship you, Lord. I wonder if there's anybody in here tonight that just would push, would push your way into his presence. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I know it's a Wednesday night. I know we've been through hell this week. But I wonder if you would just stir. Let God stir the waters. Let him stir your mind. He Jesus, In the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <coughs> Jesus, Jesus. He shotolamaya sokotala mahata. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. 
Listen to his voice. Listen to his voice. Get the if out of your mind. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I'm looking at a crowd that's got sickness in it. I'm looking at a crowd that's got trials and tribulations. You are tired and weary in your body. But I wonder right now if you would be like Philip and listen to the voice of the angel and seek after him. Seek after him. Seek after him right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Yaramo Yaso Kotolama Yaso Kotolama. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Move in this place, Lord Jesus. Jesus, 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 The waters are stirring. The waters are stirring. Don't be content in your spirit just because it's a Wednesday night. Seek after him. I wonder if you would just lift your hands right now in this place and begin to worship him. For his very presence is in this place right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I know this is so cliche, but the Lord is here to touch you tonight. You're fighting it. We have those that are fighting a 
touch the Lord tonight. He's here to touch you. He's here stirring the water. You don't have to leave here like you came. Spiritually or physically. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.